This, 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 this. this is Sideline Buzz with your hosts Kyle Keplin and Aubrey Smith, bringing you weekly fantasy advice and top sports news. Let's get it. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. Yes. All right. Uh, let's just jump straight in. Top news. What do you got? Top news. We have Emmanuel Sanders retiring today. 12 years in the league. Uh, played three Super Bowls in the 12 years he played with. 1-1 with the Broncos. Yeah. That's an end to an era, I mean, really. Right. Yeah, Emmanuel Sanders. Two, yeah, two Super Bowls. Uh, pretty good career, honestly. Yeah. Do you think he's Hall of Fame worthy, though? Like, do you uh, think- Probably not. I mean, even with the two Super Bowls, I'd say no. He only won the one, though. He was in three. Right, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, it was, I thought he won two. No. Shit, okay. Just the one with, just the one just with, Peyton. The one with Peyton. Yeah. I, I think he's going to be like one of those fringe guys like, mm, yeah. maybe, but uh, I don't think so. Right. I, I'd have to agree with that, I think. Um, I mean, he was decent. I, I yeah. Mean, well, I think he was he was above decent, you know. But, I mean, in, in his prime, he was a, he was a stud. With, I think with when uh, what's his name, Thomas, or Demarius, Demarius and, Thomas, and uh, the other guy that they had too. The hell, I don't remember the third guy. Well, who's their tight end? Their tight end was Demarius. No, Demarius is a wide receiver. Okay, then their their tight end was a Thomas also. Then oh, Julius Thomas. Ju- yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it Julius? Yep. Yeah. So I mean, they had a pretty good team then. But Emmanuel, you know, he was a deep deep ball guy. I've thought of Julius Thomas in a long time. I yeah. thought he was a stud. And yeah. Then when he went to was it Jacksonville, he just. Yeah, I mean, a lot of players do that. But what else you got? Uh, Dawson Knox, tight end for the uh, Buffalo Bills, signed a Mm. massive contract today. Four years, $53.6 million extension. $31 million guaranteed. Right. That's that's big for him. It is. I thought it was a little bit more money than maybe he's worth. When when I I read it, I was like, holy shit. Jesus. I mean, last year he proved to be a a touchdown scoring machine, though. I mean, he caught 49 passes, 587 yards, and nine touchdowns. That's pretty decent. Yeah, it's pretty decent for a tight end Actually, in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, so that's right up there with with the elite tight ends. Yeah, I mean, I, think, I just don't think he gets the the clout or whatever because you got Josh Allen and Diggs there, right? So maybe this year would be the year for him to really shine. Yeah, yeah, it could definitely be that way. Uh, you know, and and to give him that extension and and that guaranteed money, you know, they're going to use him, right? Yeah, and obviously they you know they see him every day, so if they're willing to bust up that kind of money for him, exactly, exactly. Uh, I got Zach Wilson. He's out until at least week four. So Flacco, the gunslinger, is going to start. How does this work weeks. out? How does this work out? Let's just say Flacco goes two and two. Do you think Wilson gets a job back right away? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I think Flacco would have to go four and all for Wilson to not have a job. Even three and one, you don't. Do you think Wilson gets the reins again? It depends on who they beat. So this week, this week they play Baltimore. Dude, if they beat Baltimore and one other team, they he might keep his job. I guess. I don't know. I just I've always liked Flacco. I know I, I know yeah. he gets a lot of uh, hate from everybody, but I, I think he's a decent quarterback. I like the way he plays. Yeah, and he's a gunslinger. He loves to throw. I mean, I don't know how he is now. You know, I mean, he's what two three years removed from starting. I think he's at that point in the career in his career that you know he doesn't really have to care. True. I mean, yeah. that's true. What about Zedarius Smith? Uh, he was a linebacker, right? He he played for the Packers for the last three years. Yeah, two time Pro Bowler. Playing on the Vikings now. Yeah, so he he switched to the other side, right? Yeah. Uh, he actually got he got offered from another team and turned it down. I think New England, I believe. Really? I didn't yeah. know that. Turned it down because uh, he wanted to stick it to the Packers. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so it turns out last year, so he, 
like I said, he was a two-time Pro Bowler for the first two years in his in his career at uh, at the Packers, right? Um, so he gets injured the third year, back problems. He played the first game, and uh, ended up deciding that he wanted to do surgery on it. So he's out the rest of the season until their first playoff game. Then he comes back, and then I don't, I can't remember what happened after that. Right, it's good beer, right? Yeah, yeah. it's pretty good beer. Bush I think Light so Apple, too. Yeah, first time having it. Pretty it, good. Is, it is really good, honestly. Really good beer. Uh, anyways, so Zadarius, uh, <laughs> he said that the Packers treated him badly while he was injured. They would just walk by him, wouldn't ask how his back was doing, wouldn't like the coaches and like <laughs> his staff and players, like never asked how he was doing, never cared, just acted like he wasn't even there. A two time pro bowler. Uh, you know, I get the business side of it though, too, from the Packers. I mean, if he's not able to help you at the moment. I kind of really don't need to talk to you. When you're ready to go, come talk to me then. Yeah, that's true, but I mean, you got to have some sort of fucking compassion, you know? I mean, he he's a he's a pro bowler for Christ's sake. Yeah, but I think a lot of these guys like they're they've been the alpha everywhere they've been. Mm-hmm. So once like you find a chink in the armor, I think they kind of like, you know, okay, well, we're done mm-hmm. with you now for for right now we're done. Yeah. When you're, when you're good to go, come back and we'll talk to you again. I mean, obviously, it's the NFL. It's the next man up mentality, you know. So, yeah, that could be a part of it. Uh, but he said he wanted to go to the Vikings because he wanted to stick it to the Packers twice a year. Well, that sits fucking great with me. Right, I yeah. Love that. I figured you'd like that. Let's see. Uh, how about the Bears? They're planning, well, they're trying to get approved to build a new stadium. Uh, in, uh, let's see, Arlington Park, which is northeast of Chicago, about 45 minutes. Okay. So they're going to move out of Soldier Stadium. It's about Soldier time. Field. That stadium um, has probably ruined a fuck ton of careers that we don't even, yeah. like, if you like, went down the list, that right. field is terrible. That's true. Yeah, that's not, it, yeah, there's been a lot of uh, talk about that stadium. And, uh, and ACLs, mm-hmm. all that kind of shit. Achilles. Yeah. Um, so this is going to be a complete entertainment complex, 326 acres. Wow. Yeah. So it's not just a football field. It's not just a football field. There's going to be shopping. There's going to be restaurants. There's going to be bars. There's going to be, it's going to be a whole entertainment complex, like everything. I guess I've never been to Chicago before, so I wonder if they're trying to like revitalize some part of the city or to start like a new development maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the plan is there. Maybe it's just the land that's available, huh. you know, kind of like. You know, Dallas went to Frisco for their practice facilities. Okay. And I believe that their practice facilities are already in Arlington Park. So they might build a new practice practice facility there too. But um, they're wanting to host the Super Bowl and Final Four. So they got some lofty goals then, right? So yeah. Have to- um, supposedly, so I saw a concept for the stadium. And uh, you can split it in half and have two courts running at the same time with, you know, using yeah. the, the edge and then putting bleachers on the, on the sides where you split. I wonder in, like, what context you'd be able to use that then because NCAA isn't going to want that. They're going to want one main game, you'd think. Well, for the Final Four, yeah. But, I mean, if they want to run, like, a regional. Like, like, high school and state tournaments and shit, that'd that, be cool. Yeah, you could do it that way. Shit, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, I, th- I think it's a interesting concept that they got going, and they want it to be state of the art. You know, the newest, b- baddest, biggest thing. You know, <laughs> so. <laughs> and uh, you know, I was watching Pat McAfee the other day, and uh, they were talking about stadiums and new stadiums and and where the future of stadiums are going. 
and um, they talked about sweets being added. A lot of sweets. See, I don't know how feasible that is, though, because how many people can afford a sweet? Right. And that's that was that was brought up, right? So it, they made a good point. A rebuttal to that is that it's just going to be businesses buying these sweets, and then they give them out, give tickets out to their True. employees, like here, here's for being a good employee, like, you know, like go to the game on us, you know. <laughs> so I mean, I think it, I think we're you know we might see a lot more of that in stadiums, a lot more catering to the upper level. Interesting. I I think like. Uh, I think San Fran was the first one I heard of this, and I and I don't know if they have it at the Minnesota Stadium, and if they did, I wish we would have knew about it. But like where you can sit in your seat and just make an order from the concession stand, and they bring that shit to you. Right, There's I'm no- sure they, I'm sure they do. It's a, probably some kind of phone app they probably have. You would think so, but like when we were in Minnesota and we were sitting in the nosebleeds, oh, that was shit, terrible. Man. I about had a heart <sighs> attack walking up the stairs. Fuck. I was sick that that time with bronchitis, and I thought I was gonna die trying to get up those stairs. <laughs> and like I got there, I was just wheezing my ass off. And I, I looked down, and I'm like, I'm not leaving this fucking seat the rest of this game. Yeah, there's it, no it way. Was, it was terrible. That's the only knock I have on the Viking Stadium is that yeah. like, if you're sitting in the cheaper seats, the seating, like the, the the walk to the seat is terrible. Yeah, like when we were in New Orleans for that uh, for that national championship game with LSU and. <laughs> and uh clemson there um the seating you know we were up in the nosebleeds too but they had a you could go back behind and get out okay and then they had kind of a ramp down to the level where you should be um i thought that was really nice because you know instead of walking all the way down those stairs like you have to in minnesota (laughs) it was nice having that tunnel in the back um let's see here let's go start sits what do you got well, when we're talking about starts and sits, obviously we're not going to be talking like what Christian McCaffrey or like uh, like Josh Allen, because obviously you're going to start those guys no matter what. Right. So for my first start for quarterback, I went with Jameis Winston going against Atlanta. Uh, I was going against the Falcons. They gave up the second most fantasy points to quarterbacks last year. Uh, it's a favorable matchup. Uh, he has the best receiving weapons the Saints have had in a long time with Michael Thomas, Jarvis Landry, and Chris Olav. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a good game for him. Yeah, um, Jameis, you know, I mean, he's, he is coming off of injury, though. He is, but, I mean, they're so not going to start him. They're not going to start him unless the, he was ready, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. That's that's true. Uh, what about sit? For my sit, I have Baker Mayfield going against his former team, the Cleveland Browns. Really? You think you think he's going to be overconfident? <sighs> I think he's going to be trying to do too much. Uh, on the other hand, too, the the Browns, they held the quarterbacks to the six fewest points last year. Fantasy points. Right. And only one time in the last two years has Baker thrown for more than two touchdowns in a game. I didn't realize it had been that long. Wow. I had to actually go back and look through the stats. And be like, nah, that can't be right. Really? He hasn't thrown more for more than two touchdowns two years. In in one in any in single one game. game. Yep, in any single game. Wow. Plus. But that is the Browns, though. Plus Christian McCaffrey's back. I expected them to just be feeding them the ball. But do you think he's going to be pass-heavy, though? I mean, he usually was, right? I'm not really sure. If it is, I think it's going to be like check down. So, I mean, yeah. Baker's not really going to be getting you know points for that. Too. Maybe some screens. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. So I'd, I'd sit Baker this week just to kind of feel it out a little bit, especially with an emotional game that he's going to be playing, trying to stick it to his, his former team. I, I just don't see him having a great game. He right. might have an okay game, but it's not going to be a great game. Right. I feel the same way with Trubisky, too. You know, like, just kind of wait and see how they're going to yeah. fare. Um, my start, I have Trey Lance. 
Ooh. for San Fran. Okay. Yeah. North against Dakota Chicago. Uh, Chicago's going to be terrible this year. It, they're, you know, coming out of camp and coming out of preseason, terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Um, this is going to be his first real start as the number one quarterback in you, San Fran. Do you think they ease him in? Like, no, uh, it's, it's going to be guns, guns go, go, guns go. It's going to be full on right away, right out of the shoot. You know, I heard some rumors and read some things that uh, Debo might be using the backfield a little bit, a little but, bit more this year. Well, they gave him that new contract, right? Right. Yeah. But I think they're going to use him coming out of the backfield as a running back because they have Elijah Mitchell. That's pretty much it. So Debo's going to be interesting this year. Yeah, I think yeah. the offense is going to revolve around him quite a bit. But if they try to feed him too much, raises the concern for injury for me. True. So we'll. See I mean, how if Trey can get you know comfortable in the pocket and stuff and start throwing like the Ayuk mm. and uh, some of the other receivers and Kittle and true, the offense might be able to open up a little bit and free up. Yeah, Debo. I can see that. But I have Trey Lance going for 250-plus yards passing and 50-plus rushing. Nice, nice. I think he's going to be a really good first game. Who you got for your set? Uh, Mac Jones. Mac, Mac Jones, Jones, New England. Uh, Dude, I think playing... New England's going to be just terrible. Yeah, they're playing Miami. I just don't see... I think that first rookie year for him was kind of a fluke. Yeah. Things have not looking slump, good. Huh? Yeah, not looking good coming out of camp and coming out of preseason. Um, I think with New England, there's just too many unanswered questions. Like, I think now people are starting to see that it was mostly Brady. Right, and is Patricia running the offense? Uh, I think so, yeah. Jesus. Back with New England. That's old, old Detroit kind coach. of terrifying a little bit. I I just don't see that working out. How long do you think Belichick lasts there? I think if they have one, this, if this year is terrible, or let's just say a 500, because that would be a terrible year for New England, right? Let's yeah. just say they'll go 500. I say there's a better chance that he doesn't come back next year. Do you think that that's, that's why they brought Patricia back, is to secede him? I don't know, because Patricia's sample going to Detroit, you can't really go by that. I mean, because Detroit, through history, has been terrible. True. So, as far as how good a coach Patricia is, I mean, when he was with New England, he looked like a genius. Right. Goes to Detroit, looks like he doesn't know anything. So now but he's back he in New England. he was defense back then, though, wasn't he? Yeah, for, for yeah he was defense. Pats? Right, so it's going to be interesting to see how he fares with the offensive side, if that's where he's at. Uh, running backs. Running backs. Who you got for your start? I have Damian Pierce of Houston going against the Colts. This is that rookie running back that uh, he only had to play one game, and they sat him for the rest of the year because they already saw everything they needed to see. Mm-hmm. I missed getting this guy in both my drafts. I got him in one. Yeah, I got him in my 12 guy in 12-team league. I waited a, just a one round too long to take him. Yeah. But uh, he finished the preseason, carried the ball 11 times, 86 yards. 67 Damn. of those yards came after contact. 11 times, 86 yards? Yep. So and so that's, what, 7 point something a carry? Something that's like that, very yeah. good. So 67 of those yards came after the contact. Ooh. Plus, he had four uh, missed tackles. He forced four missed tackles. So he's elusive, plus he can take the hit and still get yarded. Like I said before, I was watching a highlight of him on that preseason game you're talking about, and he is a hard runner. Like, he runs to to score, you know? The he's only downside afraid. the only downside with Damian, starting Damian Pierce is that the Colts give up the fewest points to running backs. See, that was my question, yeah. But I think the volume is going to outpace him being stuffed by the defense like he's going to get enough volume to where he's going to be a low-end running back two, maybe your flex option yeah 
But if you got Damian Pierce, I would definitely start him this weekend. So do you think that he gets the ball over 25 times, over 20, about 23 to 25 times a game? I'd say at least 20. How? how I don't know if I go 25. Do you think he'll be involved in the passing game very much? I think they'll test it out. They'll test yeah. the waters this weekend. Maybe give him three, four, you know, see how he does. Right. And if that goes well, then hell yeah. Right. They'll fucking start and, feeding and, it to him. And Burkhead's really his only competition. Competition. Mm-hmm. And that's not much competition, honestly, other than goal line work, maybe, which I'd be a little bit concerned about. But other than that, three down back, three, three down work for, for a rookie back, it could work out really well if he stays healthy. How about sit? Sit. And I've been, this guy's been my sit a few times. I hate hacking on the guy because, I mean, he seems like he'd be an all right guy. Miles Sanders. Oh. Going against Detroit. I thought you were going to say who I have, honestly. So I was, you know, I was preparing for that, but go ahead. His, like the Philly just doesn't let him score. Last season, he became the first player ever to rush for over 750 yards for the season and not find the end zone. He was the first Philly to... No, no, no. Oh. First running back ever. For Philly? No, to forever, for, in the NFL, the history of the NFL. Okay. To rush for 750 yards uh-huh. and not score a touchdown. Oh, he had zero touchdowns. Zero last touchdowns year. for the year. Holy shit! <laughs> that that surprised me because I was like, holy shit, I didn't know he didn't score. At right, all. that's why I was confused. Um, the other the other concern I have with Miles Sanders is that Jalen Hurts is there, and I feel like they're more of an RPO team, and that Jalen Hurts is going to steal a lot of those goal line rushes. Right, I could definitely see that. Yeah, he's a runner. He is a runner. We saw that at Bama. Um, you know, saw it when he transferred. Yeah. I yeah, Miles Sanders. You know, I picked him up last year, thinking, yeah, he's gonna have a good year, and he just yeah, zero touchdowns on seven hundred fifty yards. That is, that's crazy. That's crazy. That's a lot. Who do you got for your start? Javante Williams, Denver. Yep, Denver. Uh, they're versus Seattle. Listen, Seattle's not the same team they were. They don't have the Legion of Boom anymore. They haven't for a couple of years. I think I think Seattle's in for a quite a few rough years yeah i agree I, you know i think pete carroll's numbers are counting down here and well fuck he's like 80 <laughs> years old now true yeah, that's true did you see him slinging the ball around in, in camp there yeah he still acts like a kid though. Jesus, I like it, but... that's crazy playing seven on seven drills as quarterback and just <laughs> doing doing option plays just doing work shit. <laughs> unreal um, but yeah, I, I got Javante Williams. Listen, he's Melvin's still hampered by injury right now. I think I believe it's a foot injury, if I'm remembering correctly. I think Javante has 120 plus rush yards against Seattle. So big game right out of the gate. Yeah, huh? I think so. I think he's going to prove a point right off the start. And uh, with Russ there, you know, we got Cortland Sutton, uh, Jerry Judy. Yeah, I think they look. I really can't good say their their tight ends name. That Oku, 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 yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna butcher that one. Uh. I almost picked him as one of the people I could talk about, but I didn't want to sound like a dummy trying to say his name. Yeah, so I was like, eh, I'll scrap him yeah. this week. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a tough one. I'll listen to the announcer <laughs> say his name a few times, then I'll try it out. Right. My sit is Zeke, though. Zeke, yeah. I'm sitting Zeke. I could see that. I, and the, the same type of thing with with Trubisky and and uh, the the guy that you have. Uh, who the hell did you just have that you were talking about? Miles Sanders? Miles, no, for quarterback that oh. you're talking about. You're sit. But anyways, uh, Baker. yeah, Baker. Same reasons. I, I just want to see how it's going to go. I want to see how they're going to utilize him. I want to see how Paul, uh, Pollard's going to be used. You know, I mean, I, I think Pollard gets a lot more work this year. I think it's going to be like 55-45 Pollard. 
over Zeke. I could I could see that. Yeah, and it is Tampa Bay. They got a they got a stout defense. So yeah, I just I just see Pollard taking a lot more touches this year. And I you know like you said before, Zeke has been declining every year for the past three years, four years, four years, four yeah. years straight. Not a good look for him. Uh, this might be his last year. Uh, my buddy actually sent me a video, and I don't know how old this video is. Could be a year old, but it looked like it was fairly new. Mm-hmm. Of Zeke in a bar with some girl, just just fucking hammered, just pulling a yeah, sitting like in the corner of a bar, and somebody recording them. So, I mean, if he's partying and shit right before the season, I mean, usually you're zoned in, locked in. I right. hope that's an old video, and it's just a bullshit thing that he sent me. But if it's real, like. Fuck, guy, lock it up, man. Well, he's locking it up, all right, right into his Urban <laughs> Meyer character. <laughs> Posting up at the bar, huh? Yeah. No hand speak in the pants, of that, I guess. Speak of that, I got to bring this up because this is hilarious. I, I This came out in, like, May or some shit. Uh, did you see the, the, the video of the scheduling that uh, the Chargers put out? No. In, like, May? Dude, when you get a chance, go watch it. It is genius. It's so fucking genius of their marketing department. Uh, so they, they have this video, right? And it goes through like every week. But it's like animated. Okay. And uh, they get to week three. And it's fucking... It's the Jags. But they have this Jaguar. This is like a human body with a Jaguar head. Sitting in a bar. At a, at a stool at a bar. And it's got like the same uh, no fucking way. outfit that Urban Meyer had. <laughs> they're they're clowning everyone in that video. It is hilarious. I'll have to check. What where was it? Hilarious. They go through the Colts uh, quarterback carousel, and they like have this horse carousel in the oh, background. No. Oh my, dude, it's great. You you gotta look that up. It's, what, what it's, is it on? I I don't platform? know. You just just type in uh, Chargers marketing schedule video i guess it's it's great <laughs> some of these some of these people that run their social media accounts are fucking exactly. amazing exactly yeah they really stepped it up this year but yeah god such a funny video uh wide receivers who do you got uh my start i have gabriel davis of buffalo going against the rams dude he's gonna be he's gonna be sneaky this year i think dude i think this can be a fucking shootout between the rams and the and the bills mm-hmm. uh last time you saw davis is in the playoffs had 200 yards and four touchdowns. I mean, yeah, that unheard of numbers, really. And then uh, he's gonna be playing opposite of Stefan Diggs now, right? Stefan Diggs is gonna be carrying, you know, getting getting the number one corners from all these teams. Yeah, so he's gonna be dumb, the number two target. He's gonna sometimes be wide even open. double teams, right? So yeah. Gabriel Davis is gonna be wide open all the fucking time. Yeah, I I really like Gabriel Davis this year, and I I didn't get him in any of my drafts. Um, I left him on the board a couple times. I, I actually I did. I looked at him and I was like, ah, fuck. I actually forgot about the game, the playoff game last year. Right. Yeah, but, I think he has a big year this year. Uh, the, other, the other thing going on with this game, especially with Gabriel Davis, is that the Rams, they've allowed the third most fantasy points to uh, receivers last year. Mm-hmm. Even with Jalen Ramsey, they still allowed quite a bit. Right. So, like, and, and then in this game as well, like we said, Diggs is, uh, Ramsey is probably going to be shadowing Diggs the whole game. Yeah, that's probably true. So I think Davis is gonna like uh, Gabriel Davis is gonna get a ton of volume. Yeah, I could see that. I could definitely see that. What about your sit? I got old reliable from Seattle, Tyler Lockett. Yeah, I've been hearing that a lot this I, year. I think his days are done now of having those you know big touchdowns that Russ used to throw to him. Mm, I mean, he's got Drew Geno Lock. Smith throwing to him now. Did Geno get the start? Yep. 
Really? That's what I was reading today. Geno Smith is now the, the guy. Wow. God, Drew Locke. What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, and I don't see them having a boost in offensive numbers, you know, with Geno Smith, obviously. No. He can't replace Russell Wilson. No. And then plus the Broncos defense, they allowed the ninth fewest points to receivers. So it's kind of a stingy defense on top mm-hmm. of a shitty quarterback and a dilapidated team. Yeah, they got they got great corners. They got a great secondary at, at Denver. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Do you even start any Seattle players? No, I don't think so. Other DK than, maybe? Uh, maybe DK. And that's, but yet I mean, you still honestly. Got, you got Geno thrown to him. Yeah, exactly. And that's the problem. You know, do they use a shot penny 25 times a game? I don't think even so. Even if they do, does he produce numbers? Right, exactly. I mean, they're just going to load the box. Yeah, Seattle's going to be interesting this year to watch. I, I think they're going to be... I think they're going to be a fucking dumpster fire, honestly. But, hey, we'll see, I guess. Who do you got for start? Christian Kirk. Jacksonville. Christian Kirk, yeah, yeah, dude, I'm big on him this year. Have you been talking to his buddy down in Arizona? You know mentor? what? His mentor? Listen listen to me, guy. Okay, he knew his dad, all right? <laughs> he was like second family to that guy. And uh, don't you talk about him that way, all right? <laughs> That's his buddy, all right? <laughs> Fuck out of here. Uh, Christian Kirk, Jacksonville versus Washington. He's the number one receiver now with, with Trevor Lawrence at the helm for his second year. I think he's going to have five-plus receptions for 90-plus yards. Be a nice little de- decent yeah, game for 100%, Christian Kirk. Yeah, Get him, you know, 14, 15 points for fantasy. I think that's solid numbers. And if he gets a touchdown, that's a 20-point day for PPR. I could definitely see that for Christian Kirk. Yeah, I think that – I think, you know, I think we could see a floor of – 15, 16 points for him this year. Well. Who else do they have? They got rid of DJ Chark. I forgot he's in Detroit now, huh? Yeah. Who's who's there? Marvin Jones Jr.? Did DJ Chark get even drafted in our draft? Probably. I don't think so. I don't so. remember seeing his name, dude. No, he's with Detroit, though, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It, it will, it, I forgot all about DJ yeah, Chark. Yeah. Well, he got injured. Remember, yeah, he was yeah. he was big last year in the beginning, and everybody was like, oh, he's going to be a breakout candidate, blah, 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 and then yeah. he got injured. Yeah, so I mean, it'll be interesting to see what he does in Detroit, but it's kind of where careers go to die, so we'll see. (laughs) Um, My sit is Michael Thomas this year, or this week, sorry. Wanted to test him out, huh? Yeah, you know, same thing. I got to see how he does. I got to see what's going on with Winston coming back from injury, with Michael Thomas coming back from injury. They're playing Atlanta. Granted, Atlanta's defense probably isn't great because they just haven't been recently. Um, on, on On their depth chart, though, he's number one. Is he? Yeah, I was looking at the depth chart, depth chart today, and he's yeah. he's their number one. But I mean, Jesus Christ, has he even came back to practice yet? I have no Fuck. Idea. I mean, I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens with them. I think there's a lot of questions with New Orleans right now, other than Camara, pretty much. And the, I mean, even that's going to be a question in the middle of the season when his fucking trial comes up. So we'll see how that goes. But I just. I got to see how that plays out first before I start playing Michael Thomas in an every every week role. So that's kind of why I put him there. What tight ends? What do you got for start? For my tight ends, I got Irv Smith of Minnesota going against Green Bay. Uh, they're in a pass-happy offense now. Really? You think there's going to be enough targets to go around for Irv fucking he, Smith? He's going to be the number three target, dude. KJ, KJ Osborne's gone. It's going to be... Uh, gone? He's hurt. Oh. So it's going to be... I thought it was BC. A BC? B.C. Johnson. Yeah, yeah, he's hurt. Yeah. So it's either, it's either out of K.J. Osborne or Irv Smith. Right. So it's going to be Justin Jefferson, Thielen, and then the third spot's wide open. What about Rager? Well, that's yet to be seen, though. 
Yeah, but Has, I mean, does he know the offensive playbook? He's only been there a week. Does he need two to get three targets, four targets a game to take away from Irv Smith? It's going to be fucking short slant routes and shit, dude. Yeah, but Dallin's going to be in the pass game too. I think they might pull back on that a little bit. Think so? I think on Dalvin. I think he might be more of your traditional, you know, three down back. Right. Mm. Interesting. I just I just think there's too many too much talent to go around there. The flashes that he showed though, dude. <laughs> he, like he like he was showing some real flashes of greatness. I shouldn't say greatness, but of like a really solid tight end. Yeah. And we'll see how it plays out. I just have a feeling there's just too much talent there, and I think that could be the weakness of Minnesota this year. Tight end slot? Just too much. Too much of a good thing. Too much, yeah. Too much of a good thing could be a bad thing for them. I don't know, though, because Kirk Cousins doesn't seem like a guy who gives a fuck if you're happy or not. Like, right. Like, if you're going to get, like, like, I have to force feed Justin Jefferson. Like, I don't think he thinks like that. I think he thinks if you're open, I'm, I'm throwing, throwing it to you. Open. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're winning, winning solves everything, dude. You're winning. Who gives a fuck how many catches you have sometimes, you know? That's Unless true. Unless you're super, super self-centered, which I don't foresee on any of these guys that they haven't shown it yet. You know, I think with the Vikings, I think their main thing is just getting to a Super Bowl now, you know, for them, for the, for an organization. Just one time before yeah, I die. Exactly. Just one time. <laughs> we'll see. I'm telling you, if, the, if any year has been the year where Vikings fans are like, oh, it's our year this year. This is it. This is the, I, w- I will agree with you this year. This is the year. And you know what, though? The fucking funny thing is, though, all these people that are, like, making predictions stuff, they always have the Vikings at, like, maybe 500 and the the Packers walking away with the division. Yeah, I don't Where get that, dude. Every year it's, like, like the Packers lost Devontae Adams. How the fuck are you predicting them to blow everybody out of the NFC North? I don't get that either. Maybe their defense, but Jesus Christ. I think the Vikings' defense is better than Packers, too. Yeah. I, I see the Packers finishing third. In that division. Third behind who? Vikings and then who? I think it was Vikings-Lions. <laughs> I, listen, I, I'm telling you, it's going to go Vikings-Lions, Packers, Bears. Holy shit. I don't know about that. I'd say Vikings-Packers. Uh, yeah, that Lions team is going to surprise people this year. I'm telling you. I hope you're right because I'm fucking tired of seeing Aaron Rodgers' big face all the time. But. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did you do your sit for? No, I didn't do that one yet. Uh, okay. My sit for tight ends: Tyler Higby of the Rams. I like, like what you're talking about with the Vikings. I think it's going to be the same thing with the Rams. It's going to be too many fucking weapons, and Higby's just going to be kind of forgotten. Yeah, he didn't even get past 70 yards in any game last year. Oof! Really? And now they have more weapons with Allen Robinson there. Allen Robinson. Do you think Allen Robinson is better than Robert Woods? I think it's a horse piece, really. I, so. I mean, I, I guess I can't say that because he was with Chicago. And uh, you can't really gauge anything on that because there was no quarterback there. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. I, mean, I think Allen, Allen Robinson has a really high ceiling. I think he could go off. I think he could emerge as the number one there, honestly. Over, over Cup. Holy shit. Dude, Allen Robinson's a stud. I wouldn't say is that fucking much of a stud. We won't know. Until we see him, but with an actual fucking quarterback, I think I think he's I wouldn't. I mean, I'd like to see Allen Robinson do good, but I don't think he's fucking number one of Cooper Cup. No fucking way. We'll see. Uh, my start is uh, Devin Knox for Buffalo. Oh, the dude's new contract. Yep, right. and that's exactly why I picked him as my start. Like you said, he signed a four-year, fifty-three mil extension. Uh, I think they're going to use him more because of this, and um, I think he has at least four receptions for seventy yards. That'd be a nice little day for him. Yeah. Maybe no touchdowns, but but definitely I think he gets at least four. 
and I think he goes at least 70. I think that's a great day for him and a great start for, for Buffalo, honestly, to use a tight end like that, especially when they don't really have a fucking running back to use. So who better to take that those passes than their tight end? Uh, my sit, though, is going to be Fryermuth. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh versus yeah, Pittsburgh versus Cincy. You're a little uh, iffy about Trubisky, huh? He got named starter today, right? Or was it yeah. yesterday? Uh, one, yeah, a couple days ago, maybe. Uh, and he got named a captain, so they're really high on him this year. High on him this year. So that means he's not sitting pretty much, unless he gets hurt. Do you think Pickett just, uh, or was it Pickett? Yeah, they have they have Kenny Pickett, and they so have. So do, um, do you think Pickett just wasn't doing it in practice, or what the fuck? Because I mean. Trubisky in Chicago was just terrible, or was it just the offensive scheme in Chicago that was holding them down? Yeah, it could be. You know, Trubisky was very, very highly recruited coming out of, or, you know, sought after coming out of college for well, North well, Carolina. Didn't he only play, like, four games at North Carolina? No, I, it was one season, I think. I don't think it was very many games in the season, though. I don't think he was the initial Ten, starter. maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yes, uh, beer. Right. Uh, yeah, I just there's a lot of questions with the Steelers still, and I just want to see how they look. You know, same with the, all the other sits that I have. Pretty much, I just there's you know it's something about it. I just want to see how it looks. I want to see how their offenses develop. A lot of questions surrounding these people. How about bold predictions? Crystal ball, bringing it back for this year. What do you got? All right, I think Marcus Mariota is going to get sacked at least three times. Mm-hmm. And fumble the ball once. Going against the Saints. Any picks? Got Cam Jordan, Marcus Davenport. Yeah. Oh, man, they're hungry. Yeah. Boys want to eat. That's true. I think Marcus Mariona's going to have a rough, rough day. I could definitely see that for sure. Uh, and, and they are playing in Atlanta, but I don't think it's going to matter really. No, I don't think so either. No. Um, He's been sitting, and then plus Mariona's been sitting back up for a couple of years. He's going to have some fucking rust on him. Yeah. He hasn't had NFL game speed in a few years. I mean, you can, yeah, practice, you, you can practice all you want, but you know, that's this nothing a, compares <laughs> to like in game. Like how everybody's old, trying to kill you. How old is Mariota? Is he? He's got to be. I'd say maybe thirty, 30 thirty-one. Yeah, you know this isn't Oregon Mariota anymore. This no, is, this is this, this is, is thirty-year-old Mariota. So I still just don't really understand this that whole thing with Atlanta taking Mariota as their starting quarterback, like. Is there's really no better people out there? Seriously, I think maybe they're just going for like a safe option. I mean, he's a safe option, right? But you're gonna sit here and tell me that fucking Jimmy G decides that he's just gonna be a backup for Trey Lance? Well, I think in Atlanta though they don't have the weapons, so maybe maybe they want to maybe they want to grapple. Let's just say they did, mm-hmm. and he was like, Nah, fuck that, I don't want to go there. That's good. We're not going to win. Yeah, that's true. So maybe right now Mariota is just their band-aid to the start of a rebuild. Yeah. He's not their future. He's just Mr. Right Now. Yeah, I could see that. That's a good point. Maybe they have some cap issues too, like good. the Saints. The Saints are fucking... <laughs> what were they, like $100 million over? Something like that. <laughs> Holy shit. That's crazy. Deep pockets. Yeah. Do you have any other ones? Bull predictions? Uh, I got one more. You're going to Cap- like this one because we kind of touched on it a little bit earlier. Ezekiel Elliott doesn't rush for more than 50 yards and doesn't reach the end zone. He's past his prime. Yeah, I could see that. I, I think, think the only reason he's seeing the field even is because the Cowboys gave him that big contract. Yeah. And they don't want to admit that they fucked up. Yeah. I think that's the only reason he gets to play. I could see that. I could see that. I think Polar gets two touchdowns. 
And Zeke gets uh, zero. I think Jerry Jones is just too proud to realize, like, I fucked up. Too proud or too fucking arrogant? Maybe even too dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, he's obviously a fucking oh, smart guy. He's a millionaire from Jerry. oil and shit, but... Jerry. <laughs> Jerry Bear, come Jerry on. Jerry Bear, you do better. <laughs> Fuck. Um, my bold prediction, Lamar throws for 260-plus with one touchdown. Throws for 260. Throws for 260-plus with one touchdown, and he runs for 90-plus with two. Holy shit. Yep. Because I think Dobbins is still kind of uh, hampered by an injury right now. So you're saying the receivers? Well, I guess if he gets 260, 260, there. Yards, is, listen, there's going to be some yards, but but when they get into that red zone, it's going to be Lamar time. I don't see him getting that. It's going to be one or the other. He's going to get 260, or he's going to get 90. There's nah, no he's both. He's getting both, bud. It's going to be a great year for him. Did you see that man? By the way, holy shit, jacked or what? Twenty pounds of muscle. Holy shit. So he usually pays, plays between 205 and 208. He's playing at 220 this year. Just a beast, then. He's huge. You should, he's got this one picture on his Instagram, and DK DK posts the picture, and he goes, Damn, bro, can I get a bicep? <laughs> <laughs> or save some bicep for the rest of us. <laughs> he's fucking yoked, dude. DK he's, say that shit. Yeah, exactly. DK, like the most like zero fucking percent body fat. Uh, but yeah, he's yoked. He's huge, dude. It's gonna be interesting to see how it affects his speed, though. I honestly, he's young enough to where I don't think it's really gonna matter that much. If anything, he got fucking faster. You think he got faster? You think he got quicker though? I wouldn't say quicker laterally, quickness. but I think top end speed. I think top end speed. Yeah, and yeah, I would agree with you. Laterally, laterally, lat whatever the fuck you just said. Laterally. Yeah. Yep, that word. I literally said laterally. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my other bold prediction is the Lions. Yeah, that's you are right. really hung up on the fucking Lions. You're goddamn dude. right, I am. Okay, this is this is Goff's my year. My buddy Joe's gonna love this. Yeah, Lions are going to beat the Eagles by at least ten points this week. Yep, I said Holy it. Holy fucking shit. No. Yep. Yep. Uh, they got a new O-line. Like, I've been preaching all goddamn, you know, the last fucking four weeks here. You're saying these guys are like Hall of Famers, the way you've been talking about no, 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 them? No, 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 no. But they've got some veterans. They've got, a, I mean, they're revamped. They're protecting. So this is a breakout candidate year for Swift. Um, Amon Ross St. Brown also being praised for having potential very, very good year this year. I think you're forgetting that Jared Goff is his quarterback. What's wrong with Goff? He's not good. No worse than Jimmy G. Jimmy G's not even fucking playing. <laughs> you proved my point. Yeah, but he should be. Fuck. <laughs> you got Mariota and Davis Mills fucking starting around the league, for Christ's sake. I mean, come on. It's ridiculous. All right. This year, we're going to add something different. Uh... You know, we're degenerates, so we both like to do sports betting and, you know, like everybody else around the world now. You know, I was reading something today, actually, just a little bit ago, so that this year is poised to be the biggest sports betting year in history. I could see that. A lot of yeah. these sites now are, I mean, it's legal. Every year now, we're I mean, seeing, we're for, for fuck's sakes, even us on Sundays, we do dollar prop bets. Like, who's yep. going to, like, is the quarter going to end in an even or odd score? Right, or, or, or who, you know, right before a field goal, is he going to make it or miss it? Yeah, or like yeah. just dumb shit. Like, who's going to be the next team to take a drink of water on yeah. TV? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's yeah. how bad it's gotten for our fucking yeah. bets. Yeah, 
Yeah, bad or good? I mean, I like it. I like to think it's good. <laughs> you know, you got to pay attention. I take all the bad things, I put them over here, <laughs> and I close that door. And I say, everything's good. <laughs> so, so yeah. we're going to do three-player parlays uh, on prize picks. Yeah, prize picks. Um, and if you don't know what prize picks is, it's, it's just a, another sports betting app where you can, I mean, it's only available in certain states. So if you download it, you know, kind of like DraftKings a little bit, but more yeah, like more of the prop bet kind of things like yeah, over yeah. under this yardage intercept, like it's all broken down. Exactly. Yeah. Definitely yeah. worth a look. Yeah. It's a very, very fun app. I I've actually, you know what? I haven't used DraftKings since I got prize picks. Uh, yeah, same for me. Yeah. I, I just, I, I, we better get fucking sponsored from these guys before breaking them up like this. All right. God damn it. Give us some fucking money, prize picks. Um, so we're going to do a three-player player parlay. Uh, so the way you can do it is you pick three players over, under, whatever, you know, whatever yeah. category you pick, which it could be passing yards, rushing yards, rushing touchdowns, passing, rushing. Interceptions. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> anything you want to break it down to, you can do it, right. and you can use that for your prop bet. They have different categories up top you can choose from. You can mix and match the categories. You don't have to pick all passing yards, all rushing yards. You can mix and match them. Um, so we're going to do a three player and what happens is you can do either a flex play on this at the end when you bet. So you can pick flex play and it means that let's say we pick three players and a flex, a flex play would pay you out 2.25 times what your bet is, or you can do, but you can also, if you get only two out of three, then it would pay you even money, right? So if you do a power play, you have to get all three, right? To get your money. Otherwise, it's either win or lose. Power play. But it's, it's power play or nothing for me. But it's also 10 times your money, right? <laughs> right. So, um, we're going power play for sure. Every every week, I 100%. think, you know, we do a little power play bet. Uh, Three-player parlay. Who do you have this week as your prize pick bets? All right. I got Cooper Cup over under seven and a half catches. Uh-huh. Have Cooper Cup going over that. Over seven and a half catches. He was targeted 104 more times. Than the next closest receiver last year. Yeah, it was crazy. So I see him getting over seven and a half catches this weekend. And then I have Jameis Winston, 15 and a half rushing yards. Okay. I have him going under that. He's just coming back from a knee injury. Mm. They're not calling any rushing plays from any play action where he's uh, running the ball. Yeah, I go 15, under 15 and a half yards for Jameis. And then my third part of that, I got Matt Stafford, half an interception, over under half an interception. I have him going over. Over, you have him throwing at least one interception yep. then. He throws .8 interceptions per game. So he's already averaging over that. You know, he's more than likely going to throw one. Uh-huh. And then the Bills defense averages 1.1 interception per game. So the odds are that it's going to happen. Right. So I have Cooper Cup going over 7.5 catches, Jameis going under 15.5 rushing yards, yeah. and Matt Stafford going over half an interception. Yeah, I like those. I think I, the only one I'm iffy about is the Jameis one. I get where you're I don't, coming from. I don't from, see though. him even like uh, getting in trouble, like trying to rush. I see him throwing the fucking ball out, out of bounds, uh, just throwing it away. Yeah, they're gonna just like, going yeah, down. Yeah, don't fucking worry about trying to gain a yard. Throw that bitch out, throw it out yeah. of bounds. I I could definitely see that. And I, yeah, yeah, it could it could definitely happen for sure. Uh, I, so, put, I put twenty bucks on this. Did you really? Yes. I put ten on mine. You bastard. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I think we should kind of keep track of this this year too. Kind of see who comes out on top for for uh you know yeah that'd be cool yeah better uh gambling 
analyst. <laughs> sure your mother would love us doing oh, this. Oh, she loves me to death, okay? She does. Yeah. Uh, Lamar. I have Lamar uh, over under 230.5 yards, and since I think he's going to throw for at least 260, I'm going over that over. mark. Uh, yeah, I think he passes for over 230.5. Amon Ross St. Brown uh, over under 56.5 yards. Yeah, you better believe I'm taking the over on that one. 56.5, he's going over. Javante Williams, over under 55.5 yards rushing. I'm taking the over. I go over on that I'm one. I'm going over on all three. The only one I have an issue with, I think, is the Lamar one. I, I really don't see the passing yardage coming just yet. But you don't think he at least goes over 230? I don't think so, man. He just loves to fucking run too much. Yeah, but I don't know. He's trying to prove himself for that contract. But why would you try to change up the formula? If you got paid for doing what you were doing, why would you change the formula now? To shut the critics up? I don't think he gives a fuck about the critics. You don't think so? No way, man. You get you just you just made your nut, dude. You don't give a fuck what anybody thinks. Yeah, I think it gets to him some, sometimes. I think it gets to all these guys a little bit. Maybe, know? but I, I don't know. I think the Lamar one, I would go under on that one. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens here. Um, I think that's going to do it for the show today. Yep, yep, a good show, good first, good first week. It's a good games yeah. this weekend. So good luck to everybody this week. Um, stay classy and tune in next week. <laughs>